Hello, everyone. Welcome to Seeking Life Podcast, learning to pursue a life of eudaimonia. That's generally our goal here. I'm your host, Shaylor Kino. This is episode 18. It's not about me. Welcome back, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Christmas should be this week, so that's a really exciting thing and a lot of fun. I know we've been at least for the past two weeks now, talking about some kind of generally Christmassy related things. Not directly, obviously, but I think there's a lot that comes up in this season that's worth talking about. So today I kind of want to get really into a big thing that's often seen at the heart a little bit of Christmas. Some in lots of different ways. That might not be the best way to put it, but something that I see that comes up a lot around Christmas time is just going to be joy as a whole, whether that be desiring for joy, um, talking about joy, maybe singing about it in some Christmas songs and things like that. It's just kind of one of those ideas that's often associated with Christmas in a lot lot of ways, definitely quite a few of those. So to discuss that today, I actually really want to look at it in a context of selflessness, because I think that's really big in just relation to the concept of joy as a whole. So we'll go ahead and get into that, and we'll keep on talking about in Christmas-specific setting, just to get started, because that's a really easy way to do so. So one of the ways that around Christmas some people will be talking about joy is kind of in regards to how the holidays make them feel and ways to help them get joy and things like that. So let's just go ahead and talk a little bit about what joy actually kind of is referring to and means. And typically, when I'm going to be discussing joy, the common perception that comes up here is going to be a lot closer to that sense of eudaimonia that I referenced way back in our preview episode nearly five months ago now. It's been quite a while. So that concept of eudaimonia and fulfillment and flourishing is kind of what I mean when I'm talking about joy here. It's definitely closer than the typical description of happiness that people come to. But joy just has a different feel to it, to me. And I think that a lot of that is because joy is something that seems more lasting than typical happiness. And I would say that eudaimonia is very lasting, but in a different way because fulfillment and flourishing is a little bit different than I'm trying to think of a good way to actually like in a couple words to put joy and the easiest way it seems to me to do so is to say lasting happiness or higher happiness kind of so maybe joy is going to be halfway between that sense 
of typical happiness and then eudaimonia. Somewhere in the middle of that is where I would say that joy kind of comes into play. And I think that's something that's really important to our lives and everything like that. So one of the very first things that I want about that I want to say about joy, and this can even apply to the categories of happiness and eudaimonia as well, is that joy is something to be lived in, not something to be lived for. So essentially what I mean when I'm saying that is just kind of some of the areas we've talked about so far as we've gone through this in like what is the purpose of life? I don't know if we've directly asked that question yet, but I mean, I've alluded to it some, and I don't want to say that the answer is joy or happiness or eudaimonia. I mean, yes, those play into kind of finding purpose. I mean, fulfillment obviously plays into purpose a lot, but I think that those are kind of steps along the path that kind of can indicate that the reason why you're living in a lot of ways would be correct if those are coming about. But I mean, even sometimes the purpose is possible and able to be achieved without what people would typically refer to as joy and happiness, but that's a big different area. But I think that joy is something that we have to be careful to not let become the thing because whatever the thing is is kind of at the heart of what you see is going on in life as a whole. And I think that if you were to say that the thing is joy or happiness or even eudaimonia, that you end up missing what the thing actually is and now would be a fantastic time for me to say what the thing is and i could try and i will try right now a little bit but it's a little bit of a nebulous concept that i struggle to articulate myself so it's going to be a little bit harder to say and I'll probably here end up with more questions than answers when I talk about this, but I think that that's useful in the whole process of going about this. So discussing the thing and what that would mean would be kind of related to the purpose for life, the purpose for being here, why we're here, all of that sort of thing. I mean, honestly, those are, those are amazing questions some of the questions that lie at the heart of life itself. And, I mean, the cop-out answer that I really, really want to say right now is that the thing is life itself. And I do think that that has value to say it that way, that the thing is life in its fullest and with the full meaning of life behind it and things like that. But that's just kind of using more cliches to answer a question here, which doesn't necessarily help a whole bunch. But, I mean, maybe it does. It's broad, it's hard to describe, it's hard to define, and it's complicated because 
I mean, yeah, life is a big, well, no, life is the, the big central part of all that, but there's so much that goes on in life and so many different ways that we can react to that, that it's hard to see how that all fits together. And I'm okay with not seeing that right now. And hopefully those of you who are listening are too. If not, well, then ask questions, talk about it and think about it yourself, anything like that. All of those are always good things to do. But when it comes to joy, I think, totally switching back here, sorry, that was a big jump. But when it comes to joy, I think that it's something that we should live in, not live for. Joy isn't life. Yes, I would say that joy makes life better and it helps, but joy as a concept is not life itself. But I think that joy definitely plays in to how we live and what we do and then as a result how life goes and it definitely makes life better. So now I'm going to go and talk more about what the title of this episode implied in regards to joy and that's that it it's not about me it's just not life and joy and everything like that aren't about me and a really great way that i can see this demonstrated in my life so far is directly in regards to christmas or and it happens in regards to Christmas, but also birthdays some as well. And this is essentially the fact that whenever I'm going about and getting ready for holidays or birthdays or something like that, there's obviously something that typically lies at the heart of that. And that's going to be getting gifts and presents for people and all that sort of thing. And I mean, obviously... I really enjoy getting presents and gifts for myself and things like that. That makes me happy in a way. Uh, happy. Eh, weird wording here, but you guys know my qualms a bit with the typical use of the word happy. So, But I mean, it's it's good. It makes you feel good when you get given things and anything like that. But I think that there's a lot of other things going on. And I think that probably a lot of you would agree with me in this. When I say that it really feels a lot better to give a really good gift than it does to get a really good gift. And one of the big areas that I pride myself in this is that for my little sister, I kind of always try to give her the best present every year. I have a pretty decent track record at doing so i think i i can tell really easily for her what it is that she wants and then help well find a way to get whatever that is and then it's just yeah i understand her decently well i think at least well enough to know what it is that she'll want and then i try to make that happen for her when i get her present for christmas or her birthday or something and i can tell you that one of the highlights of the year, honestly, is probably a good way to put that, is if I can go on Christmas morning or something, and whenever she's opening presents, she gets to mine, and 
I give something that makes her eyes light up, makes her extremely happy, and it just brings a moment of joy, not just to her, but to me. And I think that maybe, I don't know if this is true or not, but to me it seems that I experience more joy in that moment than she would. And I think that that's really important to keep in mind. And I realize that this kind of sounds weird because I'm saying that there's more joy for me in that moment, so I think that's a good thing. But the joy coming to me comes from not my joy. It's kind of like it's being shared. And when it's shared, joy seems to grow, which is kind of crazy because most physical things that we have that we come in contact with daily, if you share it, there's less. Say if I have a meal and I have some, or yeah, just food, foods, I, I use food as an example a lot, it's good. If I'm going to share my food, I'll, I'll end up with less and you'll end up with less than if you would have had a full meal on your own or something like that. And it just kind of makes the amount go down. But joy almost seems to work in the opposite direction. Joy, when it's passed around and more people are participating, it gets bigger. And not necessarily even just that it gets bigger in the idea that there are more people with joy now, so then collectively there's more joy. But even on an individual level, whenever joy is shared and passed around individually, there seems to be more joy. So there's more people joining in the joy, and there's more joy in each individual, and it just kind of grows. And now, I realize as I say that, this isn't an infinite process. The start of joy somewhere eventually can get cut down somehow or other, but the reasons for why that is aren't something that I'm going to get into today. I want to try to stay a little bit more on the happy and joyful side of what's going on. I do need to talk about some of the less happy or joyful things at some point as well, because those are also really important, even to understanding joy and other things. But I'm not ready to talk about any of that right now, so that'll that'll hold back for a bit. But typically, unless there's something that can kind of get in the way of the growth of that joy, it does just have a tendency to sustain itself and grow. And maybe, just just maybe, that process doesn't have to stop, even if something comes in to hinder it. It might not have to stop. Joy could be eternal, dare I say. I, I do dare because that's the way that I do things. But yeah, so joy really is an eternal 
more than just a concept. That's the word that comes naturally next, is, would be to say that joy is an eternal concept. But I don't, I don't want to say that. That makes it sound like joy is only in our minds. And I don't think that that's entirely the best way to put it. I think a better way would be to say that joy is an eternal experience. It's something that you live in. It's something that participates in your life and permeates your life if you let it and just helps you live. And it's a fantastic thing. And there's many ways to approach it. And I kind of have briefly talked today a little bit about what one of those ways that I think is. And then I've talked more about the nature of joy. It's kind of opposite of the way that I was planning things, but I think that's okay. So joy then is something that I think really does better when it's not about you. If you go and try to seek joy in yourself, I think you can find it. I don't think that that's impossible. But I think it's tremendously easier to find joy through helping others find joy. And that's something that, honestly, I would love to be actively participating in for the rest of my life. Because, just think about it. If you bring a smile, a real, genuine, full smile to someone's face, you warm their heart. There's another way that you could say that. You create something that's unique and unmatched and beautiful. And joy there becomes amazing. And now I'm just kind of randomly having come to my mind in the Disney Pixar, I think it's Pixar movie, Inside Out. You actually have a characterization of joy there. And I know that I reference Disney-related things all the time. Don't know if you can tell I like Disney a little bit, so I think that I'm not, I mean I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but joy in that movie really comes to the fullest sense of herself, I guess you could say, since she is joy. Her best achievement comes when she helps or embraces even the character of sadness. And then there's within those two characters a fuller sense of joy. And I realize that this is a big, slightly different topic because that's dealing with multiple emotions and things like that. But I think if we look at it in just that communal sense, 
that there's something to be gained there. And I think that that's a good thing to keep in mind. It's just that joy is communal. And going back to Inside Out for a bit, the character of joy is not ever seeking joy for herself. She's seeking joy for the girl that she's part of the mind of. So, I mean, yeah, by extension, that's kind of herself. But I think that whenever Disney made that movie, something that's telling is that they didn't make the character of Joy be an identical figure of the girl that she was in the mind of. The character of Joy was separate in a way, a different person, and then seeking the joy of a separate individual. And I think that that's a great way to see joy at work, is being joyed in another's joy. And, I mean, really, I can keep talking for a little while. I've rambled some a little bit, as is. But I think that that's kind of what I've got for you today. Joy is an eternal experience. And joy can be best found in the joy of others. So, this Christmas week, let's all live in some joy. Thank you for listening to Seeking Life this week. I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to. If you are, please subscribe and leave a review. We'll be back again next week to keep on Seeking Life together. Thank you again, guys.